Welcome everybody to a Couch Divided podcast. My name is Nick, alongside with me, as always, the wonderful, beautiful Doctor Robin Hall. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> how did you? St- how do you start it? I can't. I'm like brain farting. Uh, like, welcome everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Welcome everybody. I like, usually do yeah, that. Yeah. Like, like a, a true MC. Yeah, where Price is Right, come on down. Yeah. Oh, Bob Barker. Yeah. He was so tan and leathery when he died. <laughs> <laughs> so was Dick Clark. There's just something about, like, yeah, a really old white dude that's been too long in the yeah. sun. Um, Somebody was like, really tan at church or something like that. And he goes, you got, like, Dick Clark disease. And I go, I hope not, you know, not now Dick Clark disease. <laughs> Wait, somebody said that to you? No, somebody said that to somebody I was sitting there. Oh, standing and next you to. overheard it. And I was like, well, I hope not now because he's he's dead. So <laughs> I don't think he looks as dark. No, as probably not. His bones, if they exist, still are bleached white. Probably. He looked the same and tan throughout his whole life up until the last couple of years of his life. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Like when he when he. When he hit the decline, it uh, the he dick hit, Klein? Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, it, uh, <laughs> it it went uh, <laughs> it went pretty fast there. I feel yeah. like I've been in such a dad joke mood lately. Yeah, um, it's been a while since we've sat down to record. Yes, we've been sick. We've been busy. Crazy busy. Yeah. Um, but we've missed you guys. Yes. Legitimate. And you've uh, you've uh, um. Kept up on us, though. I know, which is With good. With all of our memes and all of our, you know, you, we still get your messages. We still get your comments. And we love that. Yes. We want you to keep and doing it. And we want you to keep doing that. Yeah, too, and we well. want it to increase, actually, as much as the Lord would bless. Yes. So we thank you, as always, for listening uh, to our episodes. Remember, we have tons of episodes. And, what you know, it's a treasury of, of things that, you know, they're they're not they they last you know right they they stand the test of time because these are you know we're talking about the human condition unlike a money treasury that doesn't necessarily last we can't you know five years ago you know depression is not it doesn't exist five years ago no it it, it still did of course so (laughs) you can always listen and i've made comments about this before going back into the archives because i've said things Mm -hmm. you know um and have I been saying, you know, have I took my own advice? And so I'll, I'll listen to past episodes and go, okay, yeah. Hmm. I do that. I don't do that. I shouldn't have said that because I don't do that. How do you do that? Like, is that because you edit our episodes mm-hmm. that you have? Because, like, I feel like I have such a... Um, and I retain information pretty well. Cue of podcasts I have to listen to that, like, mm-hmm. going back through our own is not... There's literally no physical way that I would be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, maybe I had no life. Um, <laughs> That's I don't true. listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh, okay. I used to listen to Coltish all the time, and it's nothing against Coltish. I just haven't. You know, You've been yeah. busy. I think that podcasts, yeah. like, you ebb and flow a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, my interests uh, change. You, you know, what, since you started your own cult, you don't need to listen yes, to yeah. Coltish. <laughs> but I, you know, one, you know, one block of you know, of the year, it's okay. It's all about wrestling. And then another block, it's all about this comedian <laughs> and then another, blo- you know, you know, or about this radio show, but I've been being nostalgic lately and I've been watching, like, if you go on YouTube, you can put in 
1997 broadcast of Nickelodeon Snick, and somebody has recorded a three-hour block on one Saturday, and you can watch, you know, as if you were to watch it when you were a kid. Oh, my gosh. I do this all Nick. the time. Yeah. No. I, I love nostalgic things. Okay, so. we need to get Nick a wife. I'm just yeah. putting, like... A, so I can have somebody to watch it with. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get him a wife, and then he needs to have a baby. And he will not have three-hour blocks to do anything yeah, anymore. But I, it's usually when I go to sleep, too. Well, like you so. put it on in the background? Yeah, and then I have to I turn do that. Yeah. I do that a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I hear commercial. I'm like, I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, man. I, that yeah. would be really trippy to do that. I would. It would trip me out to go back and, like, watch three hours. Yeah, sometimes it. I cry. <laughs> be, wait, you mean, like, because of the nostalgia piece of yeah. it? You I cry? remember what I was doing when I was nine and... Didn't have the problems that I have. Oh my! Yeah, I don't. I don't do that. Chronicling the life when it was easier. You know, you, you don't ever do that. Uh, it was so simple I mean, back I, then. I think of like I get nostalgic about things, but I don't ever have the conscious thought like, oh, I long for simpler days. I uh, I think that's why I get nostalgic back things. Um, because you long for the like days of less responsibility. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, that you know the. Uh, the better days, I guess, you know, there's some, um, you know, there's some, uh, you know, truth to, you know, uh, looking back at the past and going, oh man, these were, you know, these were, you know, I have fun, you know what I mean? These were good times. This is I in- think actually innocent times, you know, the Bible like scripture warns mm-hmm. us pretty vehemently against doing that too much. Yeah. Uh, as a society and or culture. And he says, don't look at the, uh, the past days as if they were better. It's right. not from wisdom. That no, you say it's not. This. Well, and here's the thing, like hindsight is we say hindsight is 2020, but it's not actually 2020. Mm. We still do this thing where mm. we parse out specific things when oh, we're yeah. looking back in hindsight and like certain trials we pick details out of certain mm-hmm. triumphs we pick details out of we aren't remembering the full context of anything right so and plus perception is not objectivity so whatever you're perceiving back true. then and you bring it over with right, you right, it right. still falls back then. yeah you're passing now. it through lots of <laughs> filters <laughs> yeah. right <clears throat> yeah i do do the thing where i do 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 I do do yeah. the thing where speaking I speaking of that hold on I'll be right back I'm just kidding. <laughs> um I I do have the experience of longing for times past before I lost certain people sure like my mm-hmm. daddy and my grandpa yeah, sure um so in that way I do yeah. have that experience of like oh mm-hmm. like. Oh, like that sentimental ache. I mean, we do this in traditions too, as well. You know, I've always done this when I was a kid at, you know, Christmas time. Sure, sure. Like that. Um, The season brings it up a lot. Yeah. Remembering simpler times as, as far as you know, or your perception is. Mm -hmm. Obviously the, there is nothing new under the sun as far as the human condition goes, uh, society goes, we're all sinful, things like that. So what is, so this is going to, I'm going to hark back to, we need to get you a wife. Mm -hmm. So any of you lovely ladies out there, Mm -hmm. you lovely single Christian ladies out there that want a handsome Nick or a husband. Past girlfriends? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Why don't you just, you know, we'll turn this into the love line with Dr. Robin. Love line. I used to listen to Love Line a lot <laughs> I've, with I've Dr. Li- Drew yeah, and Adam Carolla. Oh, I, um, I was obsessed with the show. <clears throat> so, one of the really awesome things about having kids is you get to you get to kind of vicariously yes. play with relive. Toys. Well, you do. You just get to directly play with toys, mm-hmm. but you 
get to relive some of your childhood experiences mm-hmm. um, from a different perspective. Like now you are the creator of those experiences versus like the experiencer I, I also, yourself. I also get offended by little children. Here's, here's what <laughs> I tried to show my buddy's kids. Doug and Rugrats. Oh yeah, no. And he screamed, didn't they want don't it like on. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go, "What is wrong with you? This is the best thing. I'm watching it now, and I'm still entertained." Yeah. But See, then he but puts on Paw Patrol, and I wanted to. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Ew." Yeah. That's how it goes, though. Am I old? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you are. Not. I'm not out of touch. I think it was not, a better program. He's not too old, ladies. Yeah. So. Oh man. I have a lot of white hair, though. Is it white? I don't know. I would call your salt and pepper. Yeah, you do. You you do, but it looks salt it, and pepper's here. It doesn't make you look old. <laughs> it's, no, no, I like it. It it looks good. Yeah. yeah. My mm-hmm. mom told me to dye my hair one time. I actually not one time. She keeps oh, reiterating it. Oh, mama, mama Thomas, no. Yeah, because I made fun. I'm like, yeah, I'll get a date. I got white hair. Well, then dye your hair. No. Dye your hair black. Okay. It looks so good when it was black. That's just your mom's like desire for you to be married and then producing grandbabies coming out. Mm-hmm. in the way it can come out which is well if do something about it i know but she also hates getting old too so well she it's hard her hair into it's a little 60. hard women you can't could do this cross comparison of like beauty yeah, standards you I just know. can't do it yeah. it's hard i have to think as uh they would think yes this. yeah man we are rambling you can tell it's been a really long time since we recorded so we have actually like tons of housekeeping mm-hmm. and our topic today was Nick's idea, I think, a good one, and it's also a little more loosey-goosey. So um, we hope it will kind of give you guys uh, that are not currently patrons Mm -hmm. a little bit of an insight into what our Mm Patreon-only show on the couch is like, um, the kind of feel and vibe. Sort of a a freestyle. Yeah, it's such a buzzword right now. Yeah. Um, But we have so much to announce to you guys mm-hmm. and we'll keep an, we'll keep announcing it in our on the couch episodes mm-hmm. to give more mm-hmm. info but um which you can access by the way uh, go yeah. on to patreon.com slash a couch divided. divided yeah thank you guys who are patrons we love you so much we I love you, you all anyway yeah we really hope you guys are enjoying it yes. um and we are gonna do so much new and cool stuff mm-hmm. in the year of our Lord, 2024. The year of our Lord. The year of, in the year of our Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. There was a question on Celebrity Jeopardy two nights ago that was, what does William Wallace's character, instead of screaming for mercy at the end of Braveheart, what does mm-hmm. he scream? None of them got it. Do, do, do you know the answer? Are you a Braveheart? Doesn't he say freedom? Yes. <laughs> freedom. Freedom. <laughs> I've seen that movie like 8,000 times. Um, <laughs> me too. At one point, I could seriously like quote the whole mm-hmm. thing from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody could get that one. I know. What? That's such a good movie. I think people have accidentally seen Yeah, that part of, or that <laughs> clip at the yeah. end, right? It's yeah. been played over radio shows, uh, TV shows. People have made parodies about it, you know? And so this is something that you should know. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm just going to jump into how we're doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick and I have decided through lots of prayer and conversating and more prayer and more conversating and brainstorming and planning and research um, and generally needing to 
streamline this process in a way that is different than we have been doing for the last three years. Mm-hmm. We are going forward with a couch divided, going to be doing a seasonal format. Mm-hmm. Our goal this coming year, um, this is so this is how we're going to set it up. And we're not going to give everything away. Like we're not going to tell you all the topics, but we actually have our full roster for next year already decided. Mm-hmm. We have the full year's worth of episode topics decided and the research is currently being done and is, has been parsed out. Mm-hmm. We're going to do like yes. a, a season part one and a season part two. Mm-hmm. So the research has been done. It seems like a bunch of people in well, lab coats. The research back. is being done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give it us the information. Right now. <laughs> well, other people have researched. We are currently doing our yeah, research. Um, so starting the like middle of January, that third week in January, we'll release the first episode mm-hmm. to like on our regular streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so first episode of the, f- it'll technically be our season four since mm-hmm. we've had, this is our fourth year we're coming into this. Um, but the first, the first season we're doing like, like a season. Mm-hmm. So episode one, a uh, part of, part one of the season and then we'll release an episode on our regular streaming platforms like where you guys already currently access everything Mm -hmm. um every two weeks to a month through april and then we will break again Mm -hmm. we will break from may Mm -hmm. and then we will start releasing the second part of our season the beginning of september Mm -hmm. so like a summer break and um our plan to effectively streamline this so that we that we can stay way more consistent this last year it's been so hard with everything going on for us to say like okay to actually consistently release an episode every two weeks so rather than trying to do that you know what's half of 52 26 mm-hmm. 20 five and a half mm-hmm. um, episodes next year, which just really isn't feasible mm-hmm. when it's not a full-time job. Mm-hmm. We're going to release seven episodes in the first part of se- our season between January, mid-January and April. Mm-hmm. We're going to break for the summer, record all of our season, the season part two episodes, and mm-hmm. that'll be six episodes mm-hmm. that we will start releasing in the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. Um, What's awesome about this is not only does it free up time for us because we're going to be blitzing Mm -hmm. recording to build on the couch as part of our Patreon show Mm -hmm. and like build a couch divided really as a ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, We are going to be able to play with Patreon in a way that we haven't been able to before. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be adding another tier to Patreon Mm -hmm. and those guys that want to be a part of that tier, um, the high, like the higher tier are Mm going to get an like access to all of the episodes Mm -hmm. that we record for the season early. Mm -hmm. Um, and we don't have ads. If you you know, listen through Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever, you might have ads when you listen to us, but all of the episodes that we release are ad free. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to have, we're like, merch um hopefully like writing content like actually like blog content for you guys through patreon we're really excited mm-hmm. about it and we think we're going to be able to be super effective in how we get content to you by doing it this way yes. 
So <clears throat> there'll but, be consistent episodes too, right. so you can um, bank on them, binge them, share them with your friends. Right, they're all there, and you then you have our sanity. So then when we record yeah. again, right, we'll be refreshed and not burned out. <clears throat> no burned out, no guilt for not recording from the past. Nothing. Right, It'll exactly. Be it's all right. It's all planned. Um, it's really stepping up our organization game, mm-hmm. and I think we hope you Which guys I'm terrible at anyway. I'm you not said ter- I needed a wife at the beginning. Uh, I think not, it's going to fix that. Go I'm not terrible at organization. It's just, uh, this has been, this is a work in progress. Like, you know, when we started doing this, neither one of us had any idea how to be podcasters. Mm-hmm. Nick has taught himself everything that he, we know collectively, and mm-hmm. he knows definitely more so about improve. editing. Yeah. Um, and that will continue. Like, it's it's really crazy cool what God has done for us as individuals through this. Yeah. And it's fun. And we have fun doing this and I have fun seeing you guys. And, and when, you know, when you email us and Hey, this particular episode, you know, really changed my life or really got my act together. This is how they thank you so much for saying this. Right. Right. This is why we keep doing it too as well. We want, we want God to bless it and for it to, to grow. And he has done that. It Mm -hmm. is, and it is growing. It's growing. And I meet some of you sometimes, you know, in person saying these things, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, and knowing my strive for fame in the past, I'm glad (laughs) that I can humbly accept this now without being pumped up (laughs) because that's what that, that's where the smooth cream is just a receiving that blessing from the Lord. Smooth um, cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of just an animosity where I have to just instead love me, love me, chunk, you know what I mean? Instead of yeah. chunky curdled cream. Yeah, oh my goodness, yes. I'm not having I don't have any dairy in my life at the moment. <laughs> well, curdled yeah. or not curdled. Um so, we hope that you guys are on board or will be on board with this change. We know we realize that having like a mid-year break in the summer is definitely going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But we're really hoping like the quality of our episodes and the consistency with which we can release each part of the season is going to help make up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what won't break is on the couch, mm-hmm. which is our Patreon only show. Mm-hmm. That is going to continue th- through wind, rain or shine. Mm-hmm. All year long. So we really encourage you guys to consider becoming patrons to help hopefully eventually make this a full time mm-hmm. jig for us. Yes. Um, and like I said, we're so, so grateful for everybody that currently is. Yeah. Did I summarize it well enough? Yeah. Once you repeat yourself one more time, just in case. <laughs> I do that a lot. I'm fine with it. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. I think. Uh, yes. And uh, so this will be the last episode yeah. of 2023. Mm hmm. And Until so long, farewell. Yes. We hope you had a very good year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. It's been a cra- this year. Oh, my gosh. It either when I think about this year, it either feels like I was just here standing at the beginning of January planning Toby's second birthday mm-hmm. or 25 years have occurred between January 1st of last year and mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. which is December 11th. Right. Um. And so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about uh, today, too, as well. But, you know, um, time. Yeah. One more time. Just <laughs> please go to a couch divi- or excuse me, a Patreon dot com. Uh, patreon.com slash a couch divided you can hear on the couch this particular episode is going to be kind of like, uh, like more that. yeah more yeah. like on the couch right, right. i feel like it already started out that way and i've already titled it how are you doing nick and robin this yeah. is all about us <laughs> oh, narcissistic like we need any help how self-centered how self-centered of us i mean we're talking well i so own this mic by the way <laughs> 
making payments. Yes, I make making payments. <laughs> um, so it's the end of the year. It's time for reflection. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great kind of topic. Mm-hmm. Loose, loose. Like, what did I say earlier? Loosey goosey kind of Loosey-goosey topic. Kind of um, and we hope it will encourage you guys all to be reflective. Christians should be self-reflective and not self-focused, but mm-hmm. self-reflective in like what fruit did the Lord help me bear this year? Mm-hmm. And what fruit do I want him to help me bear mm-hmm. next year? Mm-hmm. And how do I go about doing that? Mm-hmm. And I think that is our hope in asking each other that question mm-hmm. and reflecting a little bit today. I mean, so many times we go, you know, hey, how are you doing? And just, you know, you get one to one single you and I never do that. Yeah, no, but, not but between friends. No, yeah. but you do. Well, I mean, even between friends, it happens, but <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not not between us. But yeah, I think that comes up a lot for me when I'm talking with people or counseling people. Is like, how do I respond to that? Like, do I just say I'm fine? Yeah, or am I going to? Or am I going to? Or am I going to actually be fully honest and transparent mm-hmm. and say, well. My head's kind of floating up and off my shoulders a little bit to the right most days. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting to the right and not to the left. <laughs> yeah. Which means all your problems are over here. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time I feel like I'm an alien wearing a human suit. Fritz would point that out. Mm-hmm. Fritz was right? an alien wearing yeah. a human <laughs> suit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why the right? Can you show me your problems to the right? Yeah. Please? Gestalt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, I'm going to ask you the question first, Nick, sure. since you came up with the idea and titled it already, which doesn't ha- like the title doesn't usually happen until post mm. just BT dubs. Sure. Um, how are you? How how has this year been? Uh, it's what been all right. Thanks for asking. <laughs> major triumphs, <laughs> yeah. trials that you want to share with our yeah. faithful followers. Um, what you what you're hoping to sure. gain out of next year? This is like a seven parter question. Sure. Yeah, I mean, let's just wrap it up into a whole, you know, one big thing from from you know January till now. What's mm-hmm. what's been going on? And it's so interesting how we think in year blocks. Yeah, I know. As well. I do. Yeah, because I don't know if my soul notices between. December 31st and the first it, it it still remembers November you know and it still remembers time is important to God yeah. like it doesn't exist in the same way that it exists for us as a construct for yeah. God mm-hmm. um but it's still it's linear yeah like and we're so vulnerable to it we do recognize from Sunday to Monday you know what I mean? well like because what Monday feels like as opposed to what right. Sunday this is it even looks differently outside this is a <laughs> this is a whole other topic but mm-hmm. like Christianity has really it like it is it has formed the entire world yeah Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and pretend that's not true, but it is true. The man that died on the cross split time. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if you use BCE. Where are you going back to? Before <laughs> yeah. common what? Yeah. yeah, I know. You're still going to count it as we count it today. Right. Because if you say, <laughs> actually, the year is 6,024, no, nobody is going to understand what you're saying. Yeah. But you're still, still, I mean, we could still calculate it to, right. today. So it's yeah. like. Um, so why don't we start with how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I'm actually happy and here's, here's why that is probably profound. Well, yeah, I know I was going to say, cause you're saying that like, mm-hmm. it's a surprise. Like I'm actually happy. Right. This year has been a major struggle in my life. Mm. It really has. And, um, you know, I, I, I said like four or five months ago and I'm like, I don't think I've smiled in a while. Mm-hmm. 
I remember that. So you remember? Yeah, I, I think I told you that, and mm-hmm. I, uh, and I'm a I'm a huge crybaby too as well. So when I'm by myself and I'm thinking of these things, tears start to to to, to come down, and. You mention a wife all the time and things like <laughs> thoughts of loneliness, depression, where's my future going, things that don't seem to be um, progressing, um, fears of failure, all of that stuff, which it sounds normal to it, have in an you know, in, in individual life. But the profound way that God has saved me seven years ago, sometimes I feel like that I'm always trying to, you know, get to the the next step of my life away from my past to where it doesn't impede on me anymore. And so when I say that, um, you know, for the first time I'm happy, I think I've acknowledged that it's all gone. Hmm. And from the last couple of months, I've been experiencing true happiness without depression, without anxiety, without fears of the future. That's amazing. And it's almost like it, it didn't happen overnight, but it's almost like a switch turned on. Well, like seven years of overnights is what it... Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I don't know if my soul noticed the difference between 31st and the first. Because it always seemed like... I had to battle thoughts of, uh, like, recovery and getting off the streets and, you know, uh, a life without drugs or promiscuity and this new life. I had to stop thinking that this was all a dream and I'm just waiting to wake up and to finally start life and go Uh, into reality. Freedom was a dream. Yeah. Yeah, Like that. And I've always said mental illness or anxieties or whatever you're struggling with, whether it be a disorder or something for a season, um, you know, we always expect a big crescendo when it's done, you Mm -hmm. know, like we want some big shebang, but Yeah, it's like when you realize everything is fine, you also realize it's Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's kind of profound Mm -hmm. is that, no, the the sun still rises and the day still goes on and time still exists. Mm -hmm. And God is still on his throne. Yeah. And it's it's usually in hindsight when you realize you're okay. It's not like a Mm defined like. You don't realize the moment that you're okay. Sure. <laughs> Typically, I yeah. would say that's probably. You're perfect. like, hey, hold on. I haven't been doing this. Mm-hmm. Wait, you, hold on. Did everything change? You like wake up and realize it's been, it's been a while since I felt X, Y, or Z. Right. Yeah. And it's, if it seems like I'm being vague, I kind of am because there's no way I can chronicle this whole year and go, this is blah, 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 blah. But there has been a lot of sadness uh, within my heart just because it has been seven years of my life. and um, Since you were saved. Since I've been saved, since I've been off of drugs, since I've got my degrees, mm-hmm. which, you know, all that stuff. And I want to actuate it to the its most optimum way. Mm-hmm. And uh, there has been hurdles and hurdles and jumps and jumps, and it feels like it's never getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, I see the threshold of, no, this is my life, and it is going forward, and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm happy working. I'm happy setting goals. I'm happy in my current disposition. I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that is that is a big hurdle for me because for the last six to seven years, it's been back and forth trying to battle those things Mm. and I can breathe for the first time. Mm. And 
you know, so what did you do, Nick, to work on those things? And it really was prayer and discipline and worship, reliance on him and salvation, confirming election in my heart, all those things that I need to be sufficient with inside the Lord, or as Peter would say, to not render you useless mm-hmm. in the kingdom of God, which is Second Peter 1. Oh, Peter. Right. Peter, Peter. So there is a, a, there is a thing to where you could feel useless. And then there is a reality to where do you fit that category? And sometimes it was me gaining a right perspective, uh, right perspective on saying, you know, I don't fit that category. I'm actually useful. Sure. But I don't also want to lie to myself. What are the attributes of usefulness? Mm -hmm. And then you work on those. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's what God has been doing in my life, um, this past year. And uh, I was actually talking to your to your husband, um, one of my best friends, uh, James, um, yeah, not too long ago. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember Jerry before he got married, <laughs> you know, um, and I, I'm not going to tell his personal story, but him getting out of his angst. Yes. Uh, he went <laughs> celebrated by taking photos of himself and then sending a Christmas card to which everybody. Which is uh, still on my fridge. Yeah, which is still on I love fridge. that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's talked about it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to go, you know, no. that's his personal stuff. But, like, he had those, he had that epiphany, and then he got married. Mm-hmm. So, you know how excited I am for this? <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to follow those patterns. Dun, dun, but it's dun. usually the, the course of sanctification that has taken place in my life has allowed me to be content and through all things. Uh, through, uh, you know, through Christ, I can do all things, mm-hmm. right? And so... Um, I, um, I think I'm at that moment, uh, regardless of, I, maybe, I, maybe I was at that moment three years ago, but I didn't realize that, you know, Mm -hmm. I was still a a lot of, you know, angry at a lot of the consequences that the past still afforded me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've said this, I said this on this podcast, it behooves the Christian, um, to understand what sin has done, even after repentance has been oh, granted, yeah. the co- the consequences of sin they just don't go away. No, forgiveness is immediate. Yeah, right. And the charge against you is done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, you are no longer guilty before mm-hmm. God, but the consequences of sin yeah. can be sometimes they can be permanent, yeah. like permanent until we are in glory with and, the Lord. And they're nothing to despair of because if you can realize what sin has done. You can also praise God for what grace is doing. Right, right. That like it actually it it you don't puts more the, weight yeah. and value into Christ's sacrifice. Well, when we say put away the past, I don't think that means be ignorant about what you've done. No. <laughs> no, no, no. What I didn't do that. I'm a born again virgin. You know, <laughs> like I hear people use those terms. Oh my gosh, that's so cringy to me. Yeah. Sorry. Have you heard that before? No. I'm yeah. just, I'm cringing I, it's, it's, right it's, here, It's, it's right Christian now. cliche kind of thing. And I'm like, no, I have to own up to what I've done, but I praise the Lord for what I didn't, um, <clears throat> what I did not get, which is condemnation. Mm-hmm. And I can offer now, though I will never be able to take away, you know, take back that purity that I was designed to have all along. Right, that you forsook I can actually give what I believe is better is a repented heart redeemed Mm -hmm. and possessed by the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I can offer that to the world now. Mm -hmm. And this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And just like Jacob, I have a limp. I've wrestled with God. I may have prevailed, but he won in the end. And talk about a wrestling match, huh? Yeah, right. Whoa. 
<laughs> it's profound. Like I like wrestling. That analogy came to me not too long ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is this why? Like, because like I always think of Jacob wrestling too mm-hmm. as well. And there's a theological depthness and covenant uh, in there. You know, Jacob becoming Israel, right. God's affection towards Israel, the promises of Abraham and Isaac. I'm the God of Azer, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Abraham. This is all covenantal. But Jacob was a deceiver. Yep. I mean, all-encompassing God, that's what his name means. Right. Liar, deceiver, cunning, shrewd, all that stuff. I mean, he got his blessing by deceiving people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. that, That's how shrewd he was. Well, and you his know? mama, and too. His, you know, his, his mama, mama knew better, too. Um, yeah. Well, and, I mean, they both yeah, knew better. Because of the promise. Mm-hmm. She kind of coerced it. Um, he didn't know, she didn't know that that promise was going to be based off of her lie. You know what I mean? Um, well, and I think like what a, what a beautiful and complete picture that is of what God actually yeah. does with sin without never, authoring it. You're never getting one over Mm-mm. on him. He's like, it's mm, kind of the plan the whole time, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, and, uh, I need to rest in that really. I mean, we are all need to rest. I in mean, sovereignty. it speaks to what you're talking about. Like yeah. that I don't have to be a slave to the mm-hmm. consequences that my sin mm-hmm. has had, mm-hmm. even if they're long lasting. Right. And, and so the scars that have been left on me from the past are sometimes mental anguish. Let's just call it like it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm ever going loneliness. to forget loneliness, mm-hmm. which could be solved. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, this depends on what you mean by that. Right. I have friends. Yeah. You know, um, and I think people go through moments of loneliness, even when they're married or with their friends. Sure. Of course. But lonely like Adam was lonely. That could be fixed. Sure. It is not good for man to be alone. That's marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for the first time in my life, I'm actually looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and why? That's, well, I mean, so like just as a as a friend and a bystander, like a witness in mm-hmm. your sanctification over the last year that that I would put at the very top of the list, watching how God has changed your disposition mm-hmm. and um, what's the right word? Openness to. um like movement and progress in that area. Yeah. Um, I think has been tremendous like night and day. Mm -hmm. I think if, if we were to somehow time travel back to Nick at the end of December, 2022 and ask Mm -hmm. him, he would be giving a completely different answer Mm -hmm. than you are right now about like the future and and conviction. Yeah. yeah, And especially as it relates to being married and, Mm -hmm. Um, that's really cool. That's been yeah. very cool and an answer to prayer. Yeah, it, it was a weird dichotomy. I always knew I had something to offer. You know, I, I never I never despaired on that, but uh, I, re- I did realize that I need to work on some things. Mm-hmm. And I, let's learn how to be a man before I tell somebody I'm going to be your man. Mm-hmm. Now, there is some immaturity in that, too, as well, because I don't think I have to be perfect, too. No. But... No, but it, I think that's, I had to work on some stuff. That's part of the, like what the balance is. Yeah, you know, like learning. It is wisdom to want to be pre- as prepared as possible, mm-hmm. and it's obedience to be like flexible when God shows up and says, "Hey, this was never your mm-hmm. timeline; it was always mine." And that's why I go back in the archives of a couch divided. Um, and just the just the topic alone will remind me of what we've talked about to a certain whatever. I'll remember. Uh, something profound you said or something profound that I said. And I go and I test that um, to see if it holds up 
to -hmm. see if I disagree with myself or if I disagree with anything that has been said Mm -hmm. or to see if I agree and that I've been doing it. Sure. And sometimes you get a mixture. Did I take my own advice? Yeah, did I take my own advice? Did I listen to Robin when she said this? (laughs) Do I disagree with myself when I said that? Whatever. Right. Because, you know, uh, though my... Uh, salvation never changes. My theology sometimes gets a little deeper or critiqued mm-hmm. or you know what? Maybe I'm not all millennial anymore. Maybe I'm post millennial. Mm-hmm. That has happened to me. Mm-hmm. And if you hear it, uh, like I always go back to my baptism, mm-hmm. I- I- any kind of course of sanctification, when I realize that I've overcome a hurdle or a particular sin in my life and I don't do it anymore, which I think it's also good to acknowledge when the Lord has squashed something, sure. I no longer do this. Like put this to death. Yeah. Right. Because I don't believe in once in a, uh, once an addict, always an addict. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, I really have to have the fruit of putting it behind me. Sure. And if that's the case, he squashed it. I don't do it anymore. Right. And I have to be like, I have to operate like my behavior and my thoughts and my feelings need to eventually and ultimately match that. Yeah. But of course I'm not a moron. I'm a sinner. You know? (laughs) And so I do have spot. Maybe I'm not an angry person, but I can get angry. Yes. Okay. So I'm not an angry person anymore, but don't test me. So, <laughs> um, but, um, and, uh, I, I, I've been vindicated in the Lord, you know, in various sins and, and things like that. I actually forgot what I was getting ready to say. Oh, like just honoring God and what he's helped you to put to death. Yeah. And, and being vindicated, uh, in the Lord, um, you know, and progressing forward and, and learning that, um, I have overcome these things mm-hmm. and, and that was probably a lot of reluctancy in marriage, the, the conviction to stay single. I've talked about this, um, as well. Um, you know, the fruit that was born out of learning how to pick up my cross through a seven year fast, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, no promiscuity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pornography, nothing, no mm-hmm. self defilement, no nothing, mm-hmm. but also dealing with burning with passion, just like any other man. Sure. You know, and we all know what we mean by that. I mean, that's biblical language, burning with passion, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, no, I am not, I don't have the gift of singleness, but I do have a gift of self-control that he's given me right. too as well. Right. And that extends into other um, things in my life too as well. So mm-hmm. that, so how am I doing? You know, today, it's just like any other day. It's <laughs> a great day. This is the day the Lord has made. It's mm-hmm. great. And there's going to be trials and anxieties and sufferings and things like that. I'm not talking about those particularities. I'm talking about a, a purely existential reality is that I do see the Lord has worked in these past seven years to bring me to this position mm-hmm. so that I can be content in him in all things. And right. I think that that's what this year has taught me. So, mm. And that's how I am today. That's excellent. Yeah. Chapter two. Um, the irony of that how how are you feeling uh going into the holiday any stress or dread or you know i have more stress on what i'm going to buy for my family than i have the stress of feeling lonely that day we've talked about the the holiday blues and i think i've talked about um holidays kind of being a struggle for me as well Mm -hmm. they are for a lot of people yeah yeah and um 
And so it's just normal anxieties around these days. Sure. What do I do? What do I buy? What do I do? What do I buy? Can I buy? Kind of thing like mm-hmm. that. And I, I th- those are not overwhelming. They're just thoughts. Sure. So if there is anything at all, it would be to the slightest degree. Like which is stress that. of the season that way. Yeah, but it's kind of fun um, thinking about those things because there's nothing else that is, you know, weighing down on me mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, you know, I lost 60 pounds this year. That's great. I've been hitting the gym every day. I feel good, you know, um, and a lot of that has to do with mental clarity as well. Um, I'm not, you know, on top of the existential angst, I don't have to carry around a belly, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, that exacerbates those things. (laughs) You know, yeah, if that right. if that makes a sense, no. I'm still a little chub, <laughs> but I kind of like it. Uh, <laughs> um, things, things like that. I mean, progression and goals and just pragmatic things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't be able. You you asked me three years ago to lose sixty pounds. I had a plethora of problems that the Lord graciously worked on mm-hmm. to bring me to the moment to where I can either gather a vision to <clears> see <throat> that I can do the gym work. Sure. And it all started randomly on a Monday in February. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to go to the gym. That was it. I just went. Right. I didn't even think about it. I yeah. didn't plan it. I just went. I wasn't dieting. I just went. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, I'll go the next day. And then next, and then all of a sudden, about a month in, I go. I've I, built a habit here. I think I, I think I can do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think I actually got it. Yeah. See, I like that. Harkins, I say this all the time. Um, it isn't actually about motivation. It's about discipline. In all things, because motivation comes after you've been disciplined in something, whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm. I think this is a perfect example, Mm -hmm. going to the gym, like building strength, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Putting to death Mm -hmm. sins that would fall under the umbrella of gluttony or laziness. Um, Once you have committed to being disciplined about it and you start seeing results, then then the motivation comes, right? Mm -hmm. And that really is, it's people... Mm-hmm. getting stuck and oh, I just don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, duh. Mm-hmm. So you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like feeling like doing it has very little to do at all with whether or not you do it. Mm-hmm. You just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah, it's tremendous. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's really great. And uh, never experienced that before in my life too as well. And so that was good. Mm-hmm. That was great. Um, uh, are problems still you know, do I still have problems? Of course. Of course. You know, I'm not resurrected yet. And so there are things that I still want to work on, Mm -hmm. you know, but for the first time, I'm actually optimistic about working on these things. I've always been reluctant, you know, I would do the work, but it was with great dread and reluctancy. To do the work? Yeah. Mm. To do any work. Mm -hmm. Now, I've done a lot in these past seven years. Right, right. Again, graduated, summa cum laude, all of that stuff, achieved dreaded the whole thing i've been to africa twice dreaded the whole thing i've started two ministries dreaded the whole thing uh, not that i didn't delight in the work and the rewards that the work brought three but ministries it was just, you've started three yeah, ministries. yeah three <laughs> and i've that's a lot for a person you're like well i thought you were depressed in the exam i was yeah Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did it. Well, so, and I think that's another, like, excellent point to make is, like, you, you can decide to let what you are feeling and thinking make you totally useless mm-hmm. or you cannot. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that even, like, in, like, while you're 
completing the things that mm-hmm. like the productive things that you're going to feel productive. Mm-hmm. It might take you seven years mm-hmm. to gain like the hindsight accuracy yeah. to say like, well, no, like God was actually using me as a kingdom tool this entire time. Yeah. It, especially like not just, but especially when mm-hmm. I was feeling extra useless mm-hmm. and not worthy yeah. and um, stuck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like not lack, lacking optimism pessimistic i was like it, what is the word well, i'm looking you know, for and my proclivity my whole life has always been path of least resistance mm-hmm. and maybe i can speak for a lot of us mm-hmm. in that i'm i belong to that club yeah um and then sometimes it you know it makes sense sure but most of the time it's you know it it, it, it what, like, you're gonna suffer how, and, and you're like, gonna labor how yeah. dare we expect a result without Hard work. work. Yeah. yeah. Which is totally con like that is counterintuitive to the gospel. Like the gospel is a free gift gift. I mean, we don't look at the work of Jesus Christ. Right. That was hard. <laughs> right. So we don't work for our salvation, but yeah. we definitely work for the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he enables us to do this and we gladly do it, you know? And so part of my sanctification was not dreading the next moment. Mm-hmm which I always dreaded the next moment. It's great dread, even if it was something simple. I got to go and do this. I've always wanted to get back to the home where that represented, you know, safety and comfortability and just stillness, Mm -hmm. which then I would go do that and then feel guilty about doing it. So I don't even like that. And so there's the dread and just life. Mm -hmm. It's like a negative feedback loop. Even when I'm going to school and getting A's. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, how do you do that? How does that dichotomy? And I'm cheat. like, cheat. You cheat. Yeah, you cheat. You cheat your <laughs> whole way through that. But uh, this also is mercy and grace, you know, because the day to days, I wouldn't analyze what I'm talking about now. This is stuff that you realize later. You sure. know what I mean? But it, the day to days seemed okay until I took a deep breath and realized what I'd done mm-hmm. and, um, and realized the mental struggle all through it. And to, to realize that you can work even when you feel broken yep, um, is an amazing thing. And couldn't have done it without God, couldn't have done it without the Holy Spirit teaching me the things of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again. By his power for his glory. Again, going to Africa, being an itinerant preacher, starting three ministries, <clears throat> counseling individuals, podcasting, mm-hmm. all of those things things that God has produced within me and my friends. Um, uh, and there's, there's a, there's a whole other list that I can go down and, and show you all of these things. Um, I can look back and go, man, I wasn't worthless or broken. And I don't know what got into my mind that mm-hmm. there was, there was no fruit. There was no nothing, mm-hmm. even which all, was just false, which is just false. Right. And, and and I go now. I I I realize what Israel was seeing when they split. He split the sea, and they still doubted. Like uh, how how do you do that? We uh, don't. We we can't uh, imagine that. And I go wait. Hold on. I've been doing it the entire time. I know. I I talk about that all the time. Like it. I like it took them ten minutes to ask Aaron. To yeah. start building, to help them build the golden calf as soon yeah. as Moses goes up the mountain. Oh, yeah, I guess he's not coming back. Right, know. like we need something here. And even it. if it wasn't coming back, how can you like attribute you, this golden calf to saving you out of you, Israel? Right, or, you just Egypt. passed through an ocean that was parted for you. Mm. But we are all Israel. That's the point. 
Like it's, sure. it's, we, we need no time at all. We need Not exactly zero time at all to forget mm-hmm. who God is, what he's done, what he's doing mm-hmm. to take our eyes off of actual creator and look for some kind mm-hmm. of satisfaction in creation. It, it took me a while to realize that I wasn't crazy and that this whole thing I'm making up, you know, I had to get a lecture <clears> into my heart and really really believe that God is taking me out. Right. And that you're not going to lose it. Like and it, I'm sane. Right. Well, and that you're not like at every corner you are, there isn't like the stealer waiting to snatch your salvation away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the only stealer in my life is a football team. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm, no. He's kind of, they're kind of testing my faith right now. Are they? Anyways, I, don't I, watch football. I would love to go deeper. Maybe we can do an episode on the particularities of what I'm talking about. Mm. But enough about me. Let's talk about me. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Robin. So you asked me how I was doing, but what about what? what's going on with me, Robin? First of all, what's that gash on your arm? What's long, going on? oh my gosh, long <laughs> dramatic pause. That is a burn. Okay. I my it was oven, a- I lose fights with my oven pretty regularly. Mm. Um, but this one is a gnarly one. And that's actually so much better than it was. You've wrestled with the oven and prevailed. <laughs> but I have a limp. <laughs> yeah, you have a limp. A gash on my arm. Yeah. Okay. Can't handle the kitchen, Robin. Can't handle the heat. Get out of the kitchen, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you could. <laughs> uh, it is it is like an attention thing. Like I, ugh, if I would just wear my giant oven mitts that I have that go up to my elbows... Mm. rather than like going to my regular like hot plate pads Mm -hmm. then I would save myself this if I would just remember that my arm won't disappear when I'm trying to get something out of the oven like it doesn't just (laughs) bend in time and space it will touch (laughs) right the physical oven yeah Uh, but it's fine it's getting better and I've been like really diligent about neosporin on that guy so you're in review yes besides your burn on your arm (laughs) Which just happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, progression, degression, declining epiphanies. Mm, this has been a very intense year for me personally mm-hmm. and an insane amount of growth. Um, so to ba- just to backtrack, and I, how am I doing now? I'm, I think, generally like very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you talked about like having an overall disposition of happiness and I'm I feel very much that way most of the time mm. that that is my general disposition. I think this year has been one fraught with trials mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and I believe very much that God um well I don't I mean I know factually that God has raised me up to the level required by the trial. Mm. To fight um, faithfully and um, faithfully, not always without some despair, Mm -hmm. um, but to like to never like sit in despair, I would say. Um, So I feel like that's pretty vague. And since we're going to get where you were very vulnerable, I will match that vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a very like trial filled year with regard to our son Mm -hmm. um, who is uh, working through speech delay. Mm -hmm. And so we've been in various um, therapies to help with that. And it's been like the progress that he is making and that, both James and I are making has been tremendous and like, I mean, 
objectively palpable. Like it's night and day difference mm. from where we were. Um, but that has been, I don't know that anything has ever touched me in terms of trial the way like that anything concerning my son sure. has. Um, you like there are there are no no other things in God's universe that like bring you to the end of yourself in that way, mm-hmm. the way that kids do because you want to fight for them with everything in you. You want to control. Mm-hmm destiny and fate you want to make yourself god Mm -hmm. over their universe and it's just not possible Mm -hmm. and you would fail miserably at it if it were possible um so in that way like the sanctification just learning to rest in the lord learning to trust the lord learning that relearning like you know this stuff um confronting like sin that you didn't know was there disbelief and doubt you didn't know was there in God's goodness and his provision, Mm -hmm. um, in his sovereignty that has been, I would say that our year has been marked with that. Mm. Um, and I, I wouldn't trade it because it's been so profound for me as a believer. Um, I have shed so so many vices this year. Mm. I have like so many idols have been put to death. Um, idols that I, both idols that I knew were there. Like this is something that I need to act. I need to kill. Like I need to pluck my eye from my head and throw it from me. I need to, you know, cut my arm Mm. and throw it from me. Um, and then other things that I was idolizing that I had no idea were there. Oh, okay. Um, just like, Uh, even idolizing like yeah contentedness outside of the lord Mm. you know stillness peace and rest that like apart from the lord um i also have been putting gluttony and like things that fall underneath that umbrella to death um i have not i have not shed 60 pounds but i have shed 40 pounds (laughs) and i'm also working diligently with um a trainer and at go. the gym and in my house on our yep, elliptical. Yep, you can really tell. Yeah. Um, and that is awesome and wonderful and also miserable. But mm. I, but I, am really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> so I think like pressure makes diamonds, Robin. <laughs> right, <laughs> carbon. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think this year has been one of the more, like, every year since I was saved, um, back in 2011. Mm. So it's been 12 years Mm. now um, that I've been a Christian. So every year has been sanctifying, every single year. And every single year has been sanctifying for different reasons. Mm. Um, But I think this last year has been one of really, like, significant and profound conforming to Christ's image and shedding idolatry and self-awareness of like realizing that I like the areas where I have been exchanging like the mediocre satisfaction Mm. of like rest and creation over the, the perfect satisfaction that you get in rest in, in so so rest in creation versus rest in our creator. Um, and I, I foresee the next years. I don't foresee it changing. I don't foresee like another, uh, a, a period of time going forward 
in stagnation, um, which kind of harks to like what you were Mm. talking about. Like, you know, a lot of the time when you're wandering through it, you feel useless or you feel a lack of production or movement. Right, right. The devil's right there to tell you how much you're failing. Right. Um, But I, I just, I feel like this is, this year has been pivotal Mm. um, and changing and, um, you know, my prayer, my, one of my daily prayers is that God would make me into, um, the parent that Toby needs, the mom that he needs and the mom that any of our future children would need, um, that there would never be a moment in Toby's memory that he didn't love the Lord, that Mm. he didn't love the things that God loves and hate the things that God hates. Mm. And that I would be the kind of mom that shows him Mm-hmm. that that lives it out that lit lives out uh that the cycle of you know sin repentance forgiveness grace restored fellowship and just lives in the joy of the lord and that has been um that has been the greatest lesson that i've learned this year is that um i can't rely on myself to get there mm. um and and when you stop trying to put yourself at the center of the universe and as general manager of the universe, um, what you recognize is happening in God's power and love and providence is just light years ahead of anything that you would have been able to do on your own. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a truly sanctifying year and, um, moments of like, overwhelming anxiety and panic and and then moments of just like indescribable peace and rest and I think right now coming in I'm figure trying to figure out how I'm gonna bake 20 sourdough bowls to give to people mm-hmm. as Christmas presents um including you you get one no oh, nice yeah Nick loves my bread guys yes yeah um, so trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. I've been um, trying to get you to sell it. <clears throat> that is true. He is wanting me to sell it, but um, I need a I need a kitchen yes. that could support that. And well, Santa will bring you one. Mm, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. And I need to not burn myself mm-hmm. the way that I do. Um, if you take a look at yourself in progressive sanctification, you know, Robin five years ago as opposed to now, uh, let's not go to the cliche question about what would you tell that uh that uh, younger robin mm. but how have what do you notice about yourself you know mm. on and how you know the, the lord's vindication the lord's um conviction um and process of sanctification from from then until now mm. which has been probably a lot for you to <coughs> describe but maybe um maybe a garden variety mm. robin hall um, I've been like utterly humbled. Um, I would say like uh, that that version of me was exponentially more selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I am unselfish now, but I can tangibly see the difference mm-hmm. between that person mm-hmm. and where God's brought me to. Um, you find yourself that you can tolerate a lot more things now than you would be able to even just five years ago. Mm. I don't know. I think that that might have like a double edged sword. 
well, or I might answer it differently depending on like what we're talking about. Like I don't, I have much less tolerance for like cultural sin and ineptness and, uh, man, I just find myself like, let's stop that nonsense immediately much more quickly Mm. than I have. I have far less tolerance five years later Mm. than I did for it five years ago. Um, quickness, like with things like being quick to anger, lack of patience where it matters, like it matters in the other area too. I don't, I like, it's important that we don't tolerate, Mm. right. Um, the nonsense of the culture. I think that's really important, but in like my day to day living, I would say my patience has grown. My tolerance and ability to extend to grace has grown. Um, not that I haven't failed in those areas too. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think a lot, uh, what what I find myself doing more and more is like accurately attributing, um, results where they (laughs) belong. So like not like not really not believing anymore that while like I'm responsible for my sin utterly believing that I have the power in and of myself to do anything about it. Mm. So that like it is a surrender surrender. Yeah, very much so. Mm. Um, that surrender is a great word. Um, to that I like an overarching word for the last five years. Um, it's, That's pretty profound, that one thing. Yeah. Um, because even you think about the reluctancy of giving yourself over to God or the trust in him and how much that really just destroys our life when we don't. Right, <laughs> right. It's really, it's an, it's like holding on to the rope that's on fire and yeah. soaked in kerosene mm-hmm. versus that's, letting go. So that's five years worth of sanctification mm-hmm. learning how to surrender I in like, all kinds of categories. I, I, I oh know my that gosh, you can, yeah, 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 every single area, mm-hmm. professionally, personal like in relationships as a mom like everything changes when you Mm -hmm. become a mom um i often use this as an analogy because i'm a huge indiana jones fan Mm -hmm. in uh the last crusade when they are nearing the area of the temple where joseph of arimathea Mm -hmm. is supposed to be Mm -hmm. he's this like you know, 900 year old mm. knight that's or not. I mean, I guess he would be 2000 mm. years old who's guarding the Holy Grail. And Indy has made it through a couple of the booby trapped mm. tests of faith. Mm. And now he's standing in front of what seems like an endless chasm, like a deep mm. crevasse. And the name of the challenge is like a leap of faith. Mm. And so that's what he does. He like, he lifts his leg out in front of him mm-hmm. and he just falls forward and he f- ends up falling onto a stone bridge that is invisible until he's on it. And then he walks across it and turns around and like blows pebbles over it so that he can see it mm-hmm. to come yeah. back. Um, and I feel very much like that's my experience in sanctification so much as trying to cling to the cliff edge, right? Like not being willing to just close my eyes, cover my heart and like, like fall forward onto my leg. Um, and that over the last five years, the Lord has taught me without failing one time that he will like 
he is the bridge. Like he will be there. Um, and he was always there. Like it was never actually a question of like, I was going to need to build my own way across this. He was always there. It's just about like perspective and believing that that's true. Um, yeah. So surrendering like a lack of surrendering, surrendering, like I'm not God Mm -hmm. and it's actually much better than I'm not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think surrender is a good word. Yeah. So this it's, and this year has been very much that surrendering like that I'm not judge, jury and executioner, that God knows better. Um that deciding like deciding that I know better will take me down faster than. Mm-hmm. And it know. comes through wisdom because a lot of people hear surrender and they think, well, I just can't care about these, like apathy or mm-hmm. like giving yourself over to not concentrating on it anymore. No, it's not giving up. Yeah, it's not giving up on this. There is wisdom in the scripture that tells you how to handle the particularities, which equal surrender. Um, you know, um, first of all, God has given us knowledge, but not all knowledge. Right. When do you come to a point where you go, this is something that I can't know or that it's not <clears throat> my business. Right. This is God's. Right. And like, and, and like one of the true, like the mm-hmm. defining differences between us as creation and him as creator is mm-hmm. that he knows everything and we don't. Mm-hmm. Like, um, regarding your son, guarding yeah. Toby, my mm-hmm. buddy. I know. Toby you know, loves uncle. You Mike. wanted to fix whatever yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah. Can't. Right. But it didn't make me, it didn't mean that you didn't have any angst about it. Oh man. If I could just do this and then you chronicle, did I, did I produce this? Did mm-hmm. I did this? Is this my problem? Is this mm-hmm. is my fault? Whatever, whatever, whatever swimming around and you, you mm-hmm. know, the our whole little, gambit has our little occurred. Heads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's true surrender when it's like, can I accept Mm-hmm. what's going on right now and right. then what's my responsibility well, and, and so not, like not only that can i accept this and do i actually believe that god has always been in control of this yeah. and that this does not fall outside the parameters of i know the plans i have made for you plans mm-hmm. to prosper right to give you a future of hope not to harm you do i believe that God is intentional in everything he does, including suffering and trials. Right. And I, um, and it's been, that has been a huge test. And I like at the beginning of the year, I would have said yes, but I don't know that my heart would have matched Mm. that, that head knowledge in the way that it does now. Um, And that's, I think that's part of what I mean. Like I don't foresee another season going forward where I feel really stagnant at all. I just, uh, see, I see a future of progressed insight and awareness and continuing to shed like, you know, illusions and delusions of control and submitting humbly to, to the Lord. Um, because we're going there anyway, like I'm going there anyway, I can go willingly like take my father's hand and walk right or i can get drug kicking and screaming right um and i'm there will be more times of the kicking and screaming i'm sure because that's part of human nature but i think this last year has been a huge lesson in um not only are you not right general manager of the universe but it's so much better that you aren't 
Um, you know, there is a verse in First Corinthians. Um, I am um, where it talks about you know God has called you to peace, and um, he's pretty much talking about the disposition of married. You know, if you're if you're married, if you're unmarried, if you're a slave, or if you're free. Um, um, if you have obtained, act like you haven't received all of these things. Mm-hmm. He's saying he calls you where you're at and kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I don't want you to worry about these because God has called you to peace. Where you're at now is where you're at now. You can't do anything about that. Right. And I try to bring that over into every category, even though he's really talking about the calling sure. that you're called to. This is a perpetual thing up until the resurrection. Right. Like the there dead. isn't an area of your life where it's yeah. not supposed to touch. You are called being called and will be called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, that, you know, uh, that aligns with you're going to be saved. You're being saved. will be saved. Right. You're being sanctified kind of thing like that. And then you will be sanctified. Um, you are holy and you will be holy kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, you know, what does that mean? God has called you to peace. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and we'll wrap it up with this, but you know, that once you realize, you know, your understanding of Christ, there is a terrible uh, temptation to think that you've wasted a lot of time. Man, the, the answer was right there in oh, front of oh. me. Oh, like the epi- when the epiphany hits, you yeah. mean like, why did I not get here quicker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you can mourn the fact oh, yeah. that you've wasted all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a veneer of truth <laughs> that sucks. There's a lesson there. There's a lesson. Right. In but, order for the, there to be a lesson, you need to know that. But, but. I, like, ultimately, this was never your timeline. Yeah. Like, that's, you are required you are called and required to do the next mm-hmm. right thing, the next obedient thing, the next mm-hmm. God glorifying thing. Yeah. But the timeline was not yours ever. Yeah. It was never yours. The trajectory was mm-hmm. never yours. It was always God's. Right. It's like, man, I wish I learned that five years ago. I wish I, you know, <laughs> I, I wish I knew the Lord, you know, 10 years ago and it didn't mm-hmm. hurt the people that I hurt, or, you know, or, or do the things that I did right. or said the things that I said, but God has called you to peace, mm-hmm. you know? And so if anybody out there struggling with anything um, right. and has overcome it, has that proclivity to regret the past and sink down in there or has just starting to realize that, OK, these are the things that I need to do. Remember, I mean, I think that you've taught us a great lesson here, Robin, is that that surrendering moment mm-hmm. that you have yields more responsibility on you, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. It's not and apathy. It, well, and it's harder. Yeah. Like, it feels harder. It's not actually, like, in reality, it's not harder, but it feels so much harder. But the peace that it produces mm-hmm. um, in knowing that I could have learned this five years ago, but I didn't. I'm going to learn it now. I have learned it now. Well, and and like the reason I didn't is because Mm -hmm. God intended for me to learn it now. Yeah. Not five years ago. And he did it through various Mm -hmm. means. Sin. uh, I just didn't have the knowledge. I wasn't even in the right position to realize that I needed to do it. You know, right. Discipleship. All of that. Things take place when you're married and you didn't even know that you had particular problems (laughs) with this. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. For sure. Which, That's, you know, I, pray for me. God, I'm like, I want a wife. Everything will be joyful. Nah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Pray for him and also email me, yeah. ladies. Pray for her too as well, what she's about to get into. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I feel bad for her. <laughs> but, 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 but she would say that too. Yeah, I say that a, out of humility. It's been a really good year. It's been a like a, 
like a triumph because it's been a year of trials. It's been a year of triumphs Mm -hmm. and that I think like in my goal setting for next year that like at the top of the list is just is continued refinement of that disposition and understanding Mm -hmm. continued like lack of dissonance between what I know and what I like Mm -hmm. feel and um and you know yourself a little bit more now. Oh, yeah. You know? To- a lot more. And not just as Robin, but as a woman, as, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, a neighbor to somebody that they need to love. Don't, you know, I'm going to make it easier on them to love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? for like, sure. <laughs> to love your neighbor as you love yourself is also making it easier for them to love. That's true. You know, um, I've never thought about that before, really, uh, <laughs> until I'm like, you know what? We need to love. Uh, that's our command. We need to show grace. Mm-hmm. But man, I do I make it hard on some people, <laughs> and vice versa. Like, let's be honest. But yeah, because sin. Yeah, because sin. of sin. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's been a good year. I'm yeah. really excited for next year to see. Like, I, it'll be a good, a good, uh, an interesting conversation that we have at the end of 2024 when we're reflecting. Yeah, I like this. I think that we should make this a tradition. Well, hopefully uh, you guys year. enjoyed this and didn't weren't bored to tears. By, by the way, it. how are you doing? Right, how are you? Let us know. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll read your novel. Okay. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. We love long emails, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, yeah, so we, you know, we are so grateful for all of you. We thank the Lord daily for you. Um, we are really excited about this new format going forward Mm -hmm. and we really hope that you guys benefit from it and enjoy it too and we will unless you guys are patrons which and in which case we'll talk to you several more times before Mm -hmm. the end of the year um we will we will see you all next year love you guys take heart take heart he has overcome the world love you